Bank Roadshow, live from Five Under Golf Center in Beaumont. This is ESPN 97.5. And ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred and Friends. And we're back. Hour number two. Feels, yes, feels in big money. In Beaumont. Yes. And uh, live out here at Five Under, which uh, we've been to several times. You guys know it. Get yourselves out here. Check it out. And uh, my last official uh, show in Beaumont ever. Well, I, I don't want to say that. Let's not say ever. Uh, yeah, because honestly, uh, if in six months everything's uh, the things as ex- uh, successful as I expect it to be, and I can hire enough people to where I don't have to worry about it, I, I might go back to doing a show every now and then. But, yeah, I but mean, we'll see. Yeah. Do a road show out here. You're not too far away. Come on up and have some fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna. I, Hopefully I mean, they'll be calling me too. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, I'm going to say this it, it, about Henry Thomas. Some smart program director out there is going to hire this guy one day and give him a shot at a daily show, and they're going to be happy they did. Hey, I'm going to say that you, you and uh, Freddie D both. I yeah. mean, uh, I know you've done it before, but I, I just I'm a big fan of both ears. Uh, I'm happy that uh, uh, you're over here, so we can uh, uh, for this for this announcement. And if you if you missed it, I, I'm transitioning to. I think R.J. Bell is a good way to describe it yeah an rj bell role uh with the station with the network and we'll be uh uh i'll still be on i'll still be uh doing all kinds of cool picks for you guys uh i just there's no way in hell i could do a daily show anymore i mean i I could i could make it work for a while but uh just got too many things happening too many good things uh but i want to i want to be here at the station i want to still do stuff and so uh this way you guys don't get sick of me yeah yeah it's hard for you to get sick of me when i'm not here three hours a day so make like, them oh, miss you. Yeah, 15 minutes. Okay, cool. I can deal with that. But, <laughs> right. uh, yeah, geez, I almost spilled the water. Uh, but, yeah, so that's uh, that will start in September. Uh, I've got two more shows left, and the last one will be on Friday at East End Backyard. So please come on out if you want to say goodbye. And I know it's going to be hot, so I'm just telling you now. Uh, and it's outdoors, so make sure you dress like, like uh, uh, for outdoors. And yes, ladies, make sure you yeah, dress yeah. comfortably. Yeah. For outdoors, short because it's going to be hot. It is. It is very warm, and we don't want you to be uncomfortable. Mm. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really, uh, uh, I'm, I'm really excited. This is just a, it's a great opportunity for me. It's a great time for me, and I, I owe it all to uh, uh, the fact that you know this show helped me get these opportunities. And you know, I, I I'm joke about being old, but yeah, I, I probably got one chapter left in my work story. Yeah, and uh, this is this is where it's going, and and uh, this has been the best one. Uh, this this chapter has been better, certainly than even twenty years at the Chronicle. So, uh, uh, and it, it's it's time for the young men to take over the game. Yes, it's just like football. At some point, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, you yeah. realize you realize when it's time, and uh, and I, I just think that uh, it has been such a fun run, but it's also. I'm excited, man. I really am. It's I know I know great things are happening, and um, I, I'm just it's amazing the fact that we were able to get big money investors in this thing, and and the fact that I've got some really big names lined up. You're right, exactly. Really, really big names lined up that are going to work with me on it, including maybe the guy sitting next to me <laughs> uh, to to do some great content. And um, yeah, it's it's it, I, I pushed the launch back of that for uh, for some obvious reasons, and, and uh, so I, I could focus on this. But I also I wanted to give people some free content when we actually have football, because right. that's when we're going to be at our best. And I was just kind of thinking, man, what if I give them if I give them August? They're going to be like, the hell is this? And there's there's a Henry and Fred's horse picks. Ooh, yeah, yay. that's great. Oh, there's CFL. <laughs> Ooh, wonderful. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, we want to be able to give you guys uh, all the good stuff, and that's. It's, I'm going to push that back a little bit, and um, and yeah, man, I, I'm I'm actually I'm in a pretty good spot with what I have to do on that. Um, we just a few more financial things to take care of, and then, uh, um, you know, it's going to be ready to go, and that's that's when the real fun starts. That's when the fun starts. So, um, yeah, it, and I've also got. Uh, um, they said working on a TV show or working on a bunch of other stuff and in the movie and um, we just the, these guys we're doing business with have given us an opportunity to you know basically go after a lot of businesses and hopefully in a, in a year I'll be able to afford my own radio station if I want. <laughs> 
There you go. And, and yeah. And then there'll be that smart program director. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But uh, yeah, I'd be stealing Tyler. So anyway, uh, uh, yeah, there were, we're the the, the future is awesome, and I, I love that I still get to to do some stuff with the station and. Because, uh, I mean, it, it, it would have been real easy to just walk away and, and just say, you know what, I, I don't want to do anything. But this plays in perfectly. It's going to be what I'm doing anyway. It, it's, it, you know, it helps me promote a site that David Gallon's a piece of. And I, I think it's just an a, a awesome opportunity. And, yeah, you know, I, I, uh, I don't have to get yelled at anymore. I mean, I'm sure I will. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, of course we will. <laughs> Probably. Oh, man. Um, all right, so make sure if you get a chance, come out to Easton Backyard and say goodbye. It is the, the last one. It'll be next Friday. Jerry Bow filling in with me. And, uh, you know, Jerry is, like I said, my degenerate gambling little brother. Um, he's, he's a partner in the site. He's a good friend. And I, I'm really happy that my last three shows, I got to do one more with Henry just because I always enjoy him. Uh, Pete Crate on Thursday and, uh, and, and Bo on Friday. I, I would have liked to have done one more with Jermaine and one more with Jerome. But I, I, be honest with you, I didn't want to work that hard. <laughs> I, didn't want to, I didn't want to do five shows. I wanted to do three. But, uh, I mean, no, it, it just it, it makes sense to do it this way. I, I wanted to come over to Beaumont and let everybody know what's going on because I know with me being gone all week, it's kind of confused some things. But, um, you know, the, the reality is I, I wanted to give people time to know in case they want to come out and say goodbye. And, and the Thursday show should be fun. And, you know, I got to uh, – like I said, special guests in the six o'clock hour, and you know, and then we'll uh, Friday. I don't expect if you're going to be just listening. I don't expect it to be very good. I'm going to try to make it good, but it's going to be a party, yeah. and you know how they are. It's the same thing that it was at Carbach. It, it it was great to do it. It was fun. Everybody enjoyed it. Uh, I don't know that it made great radio. Hey, we're going to still have a good time. We're going to come out and support you like always. I'm going to be there, and if you need any help, you know we're you know we're we're right there. We're going to make the party. A party. Oh, yeah. Somebody says less dickweeds to deal with, too, Fred. I had to get that word in one more time. One more time. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, no, I, honestly, man, I, I, it, I, I never worry about stuff like that. There's still going to be people to deal with like that. Man, I'm, we're going to be providing picks. People get mad. I, I've been doing this for years. I, I have more hatred when I first started with pregame than I did from the radio show. <laughs> and, like, people are, are tweeting me ridiculous stuff. Uh, about what a horrible human being I am for working with R.J. Bell. And I'm like, what? What? What, what the hell? Huh? Is, and, and there's like all these I hate R.J. accounts and all, all this stuff like this. And it's like, whoa. That was, that was, that's probably the one stretch where I blocked more people in my life in one day than I had the rest of the time. Well, I'm striving to be there where R.J. is. I, I don't have a, a, a site yet that says I hate Henry Thomas. But uh, <laughs> Oh, wait. boy, wait till, you, wait till you start putting some stuff on my site. They're, they're not going <laughs> to like you. Wait till you get there. I'm, I'm striving to get there just because you know you made it. You got to have them on both sides. Got to have them on both sides. And right now, I'm beloved. <laughs> yeah, so well, you, you are, so you, I'm told. You're, you're <laughs> one of the most well-liked guys I know. Nobody has a bad thing to say about you. Uh, you haven't met any of the exes, huh? <laughs> that, that, that doesn't count because we, we could sit there and play that trade game all you want. I'll, I'll raise you two. That's yeah, right. uh, one of them that took a shot at me. And, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but no, I mean, it's, it's – The list is short. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, it, it's a little longer for me. There's some people who just do not like me, and I get it. I get uh, it. You know, I, I – there's, there's I, times I, in our lives. That's okay, though. I mean, that's that's what you get when, when, when you do something like this, and you do it as long as you do. Uh, there's going to be people who, you know, love you, and there's going to be people who don't like you. And, hey, that's how it is. Right? You know what? And it, they get up upset with us because we're unapologetic about it. And and I can't be I can't apologize for something I said ten years ago. Yeah. Because that's probably the way I felt ten years ago. <laughs> now maybe not, but I'm not apologizing for that because that's how I felt then. <laughs> Yeah, you, you know what? You learn. That's you, right. You learn. Hey, and, I've, and, I've evolved. Um, and Q Zorn said it'd be legit if AJ showed up, especially for the people who couldn't get into car by. AJ's not coming back, man. He, he ain't leaving <laughs> Vegas to come back to Houston. Uh, that That's just not happening. Although I did see his tweet on the weather, 107, 106, 108. Uh, 108. <laughs> he was like, oh, I think it's going to be a cool day today. <laughs> but uh, the one thing I will say, if the weather is, I mean, it's going to be like that. It's going to be hot. We know that. But as long as it's not raining. 
Yeah. There's going to be plenty of room here. You're not going to – it's not going to be like it was at uh, uh, Carbach because you, you will be able to get in. Uh, it, it's, it's a really big outdoor bar. It, they've got a great dog park yeah. back there as well. It, I'm pretty it's, sure it's going to be like this. I mean, it's, it's hot, but it's not uncomfortable. Right. I'm fine here. And, you know, once I was playing at uh, Champions Golf Course, and I always wear a bandana under my hat. And we went in at the turn, and I took my hat off because you're supposed to take your hat off there. And there was an elderly lady there, a white lady, looking at me. She's watching me, and she looks at me, and she asks, why do you wear that? And I said, I'm a cardigan. And she looked all astonished, and she goes, is that a gang? And I said, no, ma'am, it's a sweater. And (laughs) I walked out, and so all my buddies were laughing. She was so embarrassed. She waited till the second till we were done with our round to apologize. She goes, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't understand what you meant when you said you're a corny <laughs> But I that, that, <laughs> that sounds like the worst gang ever. I'm telling you, I'm a member of the cardigan. <laughs> That's right. Yes. I'm, a, I'm I a shall cardigan. In, I shall insult you, sir. <laughs> and she goes, "Is that a gang?" I was like, "No, it's a sweater. I sweat a lot. That's why I wear the bandana." Mm. So it was. All my guys, all my buddies get a kick out of, it. and the guys that are uh, that played with me that day, every time we play together, it's I'm I'm a cardigan. Uh, who's gonna take the cardigan? <laughs> and and it, it's a it's a running gag in my group. Henry Cardigan. Henry Cardigan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds that that doesn't sound pretentious at all. No, no, no. But she was embarrassed by it, and she wa- she waited around the whole two hours till we finished the, the back nine to apologize. And I was like, it's no big deal. We thought it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, seven one three seven eight zero ESPN. If you want to text the show, seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. And uh, yeah, we're just having some fun out here at uh, five hundred in Beaumont. Come on out, uh, Pat Green on Monday the ninth, and. Uh, Golftoberfest, Saturday the 2nd. Bands, German beers. Boy, that looks like fun. All right. Uh, I have to tell you about Houston Can Academy and carsforkids.org. And, guys, if you've got a vehicle sitting around, and guess what? Driving over here, I saw a few of them in people's yards. They're sitting there. You were going to fix it. You decided, ah, man, not going to get to it. Or uh, you you thought maybe you could uh, go in and, and give it to somebody and you just never did anything with it and it doesn't run anymore and it's it could be a car could be a truck could be a motorcycle any kind of vehicle whether it's running or not they're going to take it what you do is go to carsforkids.org or call them at 713-225-4226 your donation benefits the houston can academies and uh guys the this helps students here locally Students that deserve a second chance at a, at a diploma at the Houston Can Academies. And if you mention ESPN Houston or me, you'll get a free $50 Visa gift card as a thank you for your donation. The pickup is free. You get a tax write-off. And here's the best part. You probably don't have the title for that thing because it's probably been sitting there forever. Well, they'll do the title work for you, including search and transfer. So go to carsforkids.org, 713-225-4226. Right off the car, not the kid. This is ESPN 97.5. This is ESPN 97.5. And ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred and Friends. And we're back live at 5 Under in Beaumont. Mind you, you can text the show at 713-780-3776. You can also get on the Twitch and uh, comment there. Hit us up on Twitter. Uh, all kinds of ways to, uh, to uh, reach the show. Uh, Henry Thomas filling in today. Yes, I am. And so this is the penultimate show before the penultimate show? Would that be the way to do it? Pre-party for the party. <laughs> this pre-party feels like an episode of Bunker's Place. I can't say I've ever seen an episode you of Bunker's Place. You know Archie Bunker when he had a spinoff? Oh, uh, oh yeah. wow. I'm, I'm kind of impressed that you know that, Trey. Well, uh, I know that, everything that, almost. That, yeah, that's a little before your time, though. Bunker's Place. Yeah, I, I love those shows, so. Yeah, okay. Uh, I never saw that one, so uh, 
I did see all in the family, but. Yeah, it, it didn't last very long, did it, Trey? <laughs> no, it didn't. Um, that place got torn down pretty quickly. Bunker's <laughs> place got renovated. Oh, man. Juggy Trey, you are a fountain of uh, amazing knowledge. That's what First they tell me. Energy. That's what so, they tell me. Uh, we're going to have a little uh, college football talk. Yeah. Uh, I've got uh, 10 teams on the rise and 10 on the decline for this year. And I'm going to throw them at you. Let's go with the rise. And we'll start with Air Force. On the rise? Well, okay, They last year they were 3-3, three and three, but they played six games. This is one of those things I was talking about earlier yeah. with the betting. How much do you uh, – um, now, how much can you put into last season? Because they won 11 games a year before. Uh, I think they're mediocre. I think they okay. stay where they are. I don't, I don't think they're rising at all. Uh, you'll probably agree with this, LSU. On the rise? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, look, 5-5 five and five last year, and everything went wrong that could go wrong. Everything. Yeah. Perfect storm the other way. Mississippi. I like Mississippi. Okay. I do. I do like Mississippi. I'm not a fan because I'm an LSU Tiger, but Mississippi, I put Mississippi State over Mississippi, though, know, on the rise. Uh, 17 starters from last season's 5-5 five and five team back, including uh, Ooh, that's the quarterback. Strong. That's so, strong. Uh, also on the rise, Penn State. They've had some really surprising seasons. The last two seasons, they've done some really good things. I can see them on the rise, but. Yeah, the thing about them last year, they started off terrible. Yeah. And the whole COVID thing and everything else. And then they won their last four games. Yeah. And, and also 17 returning starters. And still trying to shake off that scandal, but that's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a. I make fun of my daughter because she goes there. <laughs> I said, good thing you're not a little boy. Uh, San Diego State. I don't know much about them. Seen them a couple times. Liked them. But uh, I don't know. I don't have enough to give to you on that one. Yeah, I. I I'm it's gonna, San Diego. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a good place to go and visit. <laughs> Unlike Green Bay, as uh, Aaron Rodgers would say, don't nobody come to Green Bay to visit. <laughs> uh, I, here's an interesting one: TCU. They started one and three last year, and then reeled off six straight wins. Uh, yes. And they bring their quarterback back, which is good. Yeah, that's always good. I I will agree with that one. Where are they on the list? Seven. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, somewhere on there. Uh, okay, how about Central Florida? Central Florida always, always seems to be, it, it's that team that you go, who are they? And then you watch them, and then two weeks later you go, that's that same team from other? I like that. I like the, the fact that they, are, they have enough grit and win enough games to make you remember them. They took a step back last year going 6-4 and four, and then got blown out by BYU in the bowl game. Uh, but they, hi- they hired Gus Malzahn, and I'm pretty sure Gus will do uh, – Gus things. Yeah, he'll, he'll do fine there. Um, how about Utah? They Utah? played. They only played five games last year. And they they like, lost the first two and then won their final three, so it's hard to, it's it's, hard to call that a rise. Yeah, they don't have a big uh, thing to pull, to pull from. Uh, Joel will be glad to hear this. Wisconsin. Uh, I like Wisconsin. They were 3-3 three and three last year. And I think you almost any of these Big Ten teams yeah. that are traditionally power, powers are going to be better this year uh, just because you didn't have a full season. And, and, and they, they weren't even going to have one, and they were. And just, yeah. Um, and then finally, Wyoming. Another 16-game six season? Two, two and four, yeah. But they also have 21 starters back. Um, so it's hard to judge 21 I'm, starters off of two and 14. I'm a college football guy. I'm not a monster college football guy. I'm an NFL guy. But this season is the most intrigued I've been about college football when I'm not playing college football because last year was such a, a, a debacle. I mean, you couldn't get it right because this team played six games. This team only played. This year, I am really interested to see everybody play all their games, and I'm going to be on every Saturday afternoon. I'll be watching college football. Yeah, it was a hard season for me as a UH guy. 
it was a hard season for me last year because they like the day before they were going to go play Baylor, a game that they put together in a week. Baylor gets the COVID and they have to. They're, they're getting on the buses to go. Yeah, and it's just like, oh man, and, and that happened. They had so many games canceled. They never could get anything going, and then they played like crap. But I, I'm hoping for better things from them. So I'll give you your decliners, uh, Auburn. I, I don't. I don't know that Brian Harson is going to have success there. I mean, success at Boise is one thing. Success at Auburn is is a lot. It, it, you're you're in with some coaches that are on your level, big time. And I'm not a fan of their quarterback. Last year was just they just yacked about this guy over and over and over, and he didn't do anything to impress me. Yeah, I was just not impressed by him. And maybe he'll, you know, with a, a season under his belt, maybe he'll find something. But yeah, last Bo year, and, and uh, but you also have a, an LSU transfer who might take some time from him, T.J. Finley. Um, how about Baylor on the decline? Decline, Baylor. How do you decline from two and seven? <laughs> just, just out of curiosity. Oh wait, I guess one win, huh? Oh, one. I guess that's all they, they're hoping to win. I don't. I don't. I don't like that that pick at all. Hmm. You got to get better. Yeah. Uh, Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah. The their coach left. Um. The uh, in, he had four winning seasons, and he'll he'll never have another one because he went to Kansas. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, that that'd be good for Freddie D. You know, he's a big Kansas guy. Yeah. Uh, decline, Florida State. They've they've have had three straight losing seasons. They've always been on the decline three years in a row. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't know. That's not a big stretch. Um, Kansas State. They. Uh, they won at Oklahoma, but lost at Arkansas State last year. They were four and six, and they've suffered losing seasons two of the last three years. They're already declined. Yeah, they can't go much lower. That's another one that's already declined. Louisville it says two of the last three years, Louisville's posted a losing record. Okay, yeah. that's called the decline. It's not. A, I mean, I think somebody just had to fill up some paper on this one. Yeah, I mean, and then they've got uh, Michigan State in there. They went two and five last year. So okay. they're they're already declined, and yeah. what are you? I, show me somebody that, that won seven games and are on the decline because they lost twenty seven players. Uh, that that I would believe. This is this is not news. <laughs> Northern Illinois, they uh, won at least eight games on nine occasions from ten to eighteen. They've won five the last two years, none of which came over the six games in twenty twenty. That's that's already declined. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the. the I think the, they should have did teams on the rise, teams that suck. <laughs> that would have been better. <laughs> that would have been way better. That would have been fitting anyways. Uh, they have uh, Temple as a team on the decline. Uh, and they they didn't even play until mid, mid-October last year. And, uh, yeah, it's a, Tennessee's been on the decline since Phil Fulmer died. Since the Manning left. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't even know why they're on there. Anyway, just a little college football for you. That's it. We got a little college football. But the thing about college football is that really gets me is the passion of the fans. I mean, NFL, the professionals, they have passionate fans. But these people are – my dad went to school there. My I went to school there. My granddad went to school there. I'm sending my kids there. And the passion that the fans bring to the to the game – makes the game so enjoyable when you're watching it, just to see them in the stands. Yeah, I uh, I, I think it, it depends on the schools. Like, and this is one of the reasons why when I'm doing my handicapping, I've got, like, I have a formula that I use that uses the Sagarin numbers, and then I, uh, but I adjust the line based on home field. Because uh-huh. let's, let, let's face it, LSU's home field worth more than Rice's. <laughs> yes. And not just because of the teams. It's, right. it's the situation. And there are some places that are, that are really difficult to go to, and like games at Washington, for instance. Uh, West Virginia has a, a good number because that's a hard place yes. to travel to. Kansas State, actually, is not an easy place to get to. But when you uh, – man, like SEC games, with, with the exception of, you know, the, the donkeys, uh, are different, man. Like, as much as – even though they still suck, there's nothing like going to a Tennessee game and hearing Rocky Top 400 times. <laughs> Exactly right. And, and as much as I hate those damn cowbells, man. Yeah, uh, Mississippi, Mississippi State. State. Yeah. Yes. 
And, and of course, it, to me, you know, not telling you anything you don't know. There's no better experience than uh, uh, Valley. Yeah, and so I, and it, I, well, hell, A and M is a great place to watch a game. Yes, and I had ne- I've never played at A and M, but I've I've been to two games, and when they the first time I saw them doing the the cheerlead, not the cheerleading, but the signals and the thing in the stands, I was blown away. Yeah, when they start playing that that uh, the war hymn and. Yeah, was the fourth quarter. Exactly. Dude, that is like one of the most amazing things. And uh, so, I mean, there's there's a lot of great atmospheres. Oklahoma's got a great atmosphere. Oklahoma State does. You want to play a night game at Oklahoma State? Yeah. Uh, that's a that's a good place. And I and I, I I love I love that about college football is that people are passionate and they love it. And it, I love the fact that it, it's. I tell you what, it's like it's not as bad as European soccer fan as far as being angry. Right. But it's that kind of passion. Exactly right. I love it. it. It's great. And for the players being a player, a person playing on the field, it, it's the electricity that you feel, the way they pump you up, injured no matter what. You want to be there. You want to be a part of it. And that's one of the reasons I love college, college football. You like going in person, though. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Man, I'm, I like sitting there watching as many games as possible, getting down as many bets as possible. Right. That's how I roll. <laughs> All right, we'll take a quick break. Be right back. ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred and Friends. And we are back here in Beaumont. And uh, come out and swing some golf clubs. Yeah, come on, hit some balls. Uh, There's only like two or three people out here doing it right now, so I can't really, I don't want to make fun of because they're going to know who they are that I'm making fun of. That's okay. But there's a couple of them over there that... um, I suggest bowling. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, that's what Henry Henry was whacking them up pretty good ways oh, yeah. over there. Yeah, I had a good, got got a nice little swing. I got some golf games coming up this weekend. I always like to get practice, and it always it turns out well if I go out during the week, hit some balls, not necessarily play, just hit some balls. Yeah, I, um, I, I'm it, gonna do it more. Turns of that. out good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do more of that. Yeah, because uh, uh, now I have a friend who's been playing a lot, and you know, go over, hit some golf balls, and try to get, try to get my swing back. I lost it. Well, last time I was in Canada it was 2019, and I played. And it's an easy course, man. It's a yeah. links course. You can bomb the ball down there, and just it'll roll forever, and you can skull it. it and then it'll yeah. Run <laughs> and uh, but I mean, I, I was 34, 36, 38, 34, yeah. and then one day I'm out there, and I just I hit one off the heel of the club. Yeah. I don't think I've made good contact with a ball since. Really? Yeah, so I just need to um, – it, 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 but I've only played like four times since then. Wow. Um, but I, I want to start playing again, but I, I don't want to suck. You know, and, that's, well, and, I, I can't, and I cannot hit the ball. Like, we, we played that scramble at Wildcat, and it was like – the wind was like 40 miles an hour a day. That's not a place where you want to play right. if you're not hitting the ball well. And, and there's like a 160-yard carry over the crap. And I stripe it as hard as I can hit it, and it doesn't clear. Doesn't clear. Dead, it. dead into the wind. Uh, I'm like, oh, man. This, maybe, maybe golf's not for me. Maybe bowling is. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm aspiring to get below a 10 handicap. I'm probably right now solid 12. Although this year I have not broken 80 at all. Uh, Been very close. And it's gotten to the point where, like, we've come in and I've double bogeyed. 17 and 18, and it's like, oh, you shot 80. What? Oh, you shot 81. Oh, my. You know, I've been really close, and I just I have yet to break 80 this year. I uh, At one time, I got down to a 7. That was the best I ever got. Best I've ever gotten is a 9, and, and it sucked because <laughs> all my friends were still 13, 14, 15. Yep. And giving them, 
those shots now. It makes and, a huge difference. Oh, it was terrible. It, <laughs> the pre, the added pressure that you're over is like, okay, I know he gets in the stroke on this hole. I got to do this. I got to do that. Mm. And ultimately, I screw it up. I uh, my I don't remember what year it was, but I was still at the Chronicle. My last, the best round of golf that I ever played, we were at Champions the day after the Tour Championship. Oh, that's a good time. And I, I think I'd watched David Duval shoot like an 86 the day before on it. Yeah. And played the same course, rolled in a long-ass putt on 18 to shoot 79. <laughs> and I basically walked off the course and said, I'm never going to play better than this. I'm done. Yeah. And I didn't play for 10 years. And I don't have, I'll never get back to that ever. My, the first time I've ever broken 80, I still have the scorecard. I I got it framed. Everybody signed it. It was a, it's you know legit. So I got it all framed up, and and it was one of the best times ever. And at that time, I remember playing. And I got a. Oh, everybody who plays with me know I have a I have a saying that if you, you like you got a long birdie you got a long birdie putt and you leave it short. I always ask the question. Uh, have you ever seen a laminated lady part? And the, the answer is usually no, and I say, take a look at your driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's classic for me. <laughs> My favorite was, uh, I, I know what your problem is. What? You're standing too close to the ball. Oh, yeah? After you hit it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, good old golf jokes. Oh, man. <laughs> But yeah, I'm I'm really uh, I'm hoping that once, uh, once things well, especially since I got some time off, uh, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna at least get out and start hitting balls again and try to, um, you know, I, I just gotta find, find a way to start making contact again. That's that's the issue. It's just well, I don't I haven't hit a pure shot in forever, and and I, at some point, I'll find the adjustment that I need where I'm fine again. Yeah. But I'm I'm never gonna be able to hit the ball the way I used to. I mean I. I the the first time when I was really fat, I could just bang that thing. Like I, I won long drives all the time, right. and I could just crush it. And um, and now I'm, I'm I'm a total old man golfer. Dink, yeah, well, dink. Hope lot, to get it up close in a par. You know? Yeah, a lot of old man golfers beat me beat me handedly. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a good thing, you know. Uh, and you're close to Memorial, so and you're in the city limits. Yeah, you know, I found it, out this week that where I live, I don't get the the good rate at Memorial Golf Course. Really? Because it's it, they asked you to verify. You put your address in. Yeah. Oh, you're not in Houston. You're in Springs, so no. Oh. I'm like, are you kidding me? Oh. I, uh, I'm i actually really close to Gus Wortham. Oh, now that, you know. And they redid it. Oh, I haven't been it's out there. wonderful. I've, I've driven by it a bunch of times, but I've not gone out and played. And my friend plays there all the time, and I was, uh, uh, I'm going to get out with him at some point. I've played there several times, and since they've redone it, it's phenomenal. It, you're you're going to really enjoy it. it. It's that good of a place. I, I loved it when it had the three par fives in a row. Yeah. That, that, that was pretty weird. Because you kind of knew what your day was going to be right there. Because if you could, you could score on those, it was yeah. going to be a good day. Absolutely. And if you didn't, oh, well. But, um, yeah, it's, I, I, uh, there was a time I loved it, man. And I've started to get interested again. I've actually started watching tournaments that aren't majors. And my wife hates that, by the way. It's like she, she comes home and I'm watching golf. Yeah. It's like, we're not watching golf. Like, well, you're not. You can go upstairs, yeah. woman. We have other yeah. televisions. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you have your upstairs one for. So you can watch your damn This Is Us. That's right. You watch that, I'll watch golf. It's like, we're yeah. not watching golf. It's like, when did you start speaking French? We. <laughs> oh, man. Because, you know, it's like she watches some really crappy shows. Yeah. I'm sure I do, in her opinion, you know. Um, I, because I, I, I like a lot of, I like a lot of goofy stuff, no yeah. question. But, yeah, golf is one of those where they, where she just will not stay in the room if it's on the TV, which is kind of a good plan. It's a good thing. Yeah, when she comes home and I'm like not really wanting to be bothered with her, so, yeah, let's put the golf tournament on. Yeah, people don't understand that all the time. Sometimes you just need that quiet time. Yeah, yeah. Don't need you to talk to me. Yeah, like, don't want to. Like 24-7. That's it. Oh, boy. 713-780-ESPN is your number. Um, Lamont says, uh, will the schools that just played in the spring also play in the fall? Like the uh, Sam Houston's and those Sam guys. Houston. Yeah. Yeah, they are They are playing in the fall. I'm not sure how. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how the schedule is. I should look that up. But I do know those teams are playing again. 
but they played um, they played smaller schedules in the in the spring. They didn't play as many games. I was only reason I knew about it because uh, the buzz about Sam Houston. You know, them playing as well as they did and what have you, and that's the only thing that brought me or got me interested in it because I had so many friends and family that was Sam Houston, Sam Houston. And so I was like, hey, let's check it out. And I watched uh, one or two games, and it was, it, it was entertaining. I, uh, I watched the champion. Yeah, they play, they start September 2nd. Sam Houston does. Northern Arizona, which I think is, is the best of the southern and northern Arizonas. That's it. That's, that's all I know about northern Arizona. No, I, I actually haven't gotten – I haven't gotten to that part of the handicapping yet. But, uh, no, I, I, the one bet I made on them last year was in the championship. They were a pretty good dog, and so I bet a money line to win. And, yeah. You know, after I, I'd seen the week before and been reading up on them. And, uh, yeah. 713-780-ESPN uh, to text the show. Um, man, some of, the, some of the things you guys speculate on in this Twitch thing just drive me nuts. Oh, we got some speculation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the conspiracy theory guys that speculate with the conspiracy behind it. Those are always fun. Yeah, I I mean, I'm, I'm there's certain things I kind of, well, like I'm a sucker for the whole JFK thing. Yeah. And I, and I don't know why, because he died before I was born. Right. But for some reason, like I've always been fascinated with the conspiracies around that. And I, I, whenever I go to Dallas, I go and sit in the grassy knoll and see if that would be me. <laughs> Especially at 3 in the morning. It's pretty creepy. Yeah. But, but the, 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 my favorite one was uh, it, it's called JFK, the, the, uh, uh, the smoking gun, where a guy did like a forensic investigation. Uh-huh. And his conclusion was that it was an accidental shot from one of the Secret Service guys trying to get his rifle that went off and hit him. Because and, and he explains it beautifully, and then um, does he have? And apparently, the Secret Service guys were out drinking all night. Does he have forensic credentials? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, he's just pulling this out of his. No, he, he's a he's a uh, he's a forensic investigator from Australia. Okay, so it's always nice to get a fresh set of eyes from another country. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, that and of course I'm an ancient astronaut theorist. But um, but like Bigfoot, no. No, ghosts. Bigfoot. No. no. Um, and people say, oh, I've seen ghosts. Like, yeah, I have too, but I'm stoned as hell. That's right. <laughs> All right. All right. Quick break. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Real Fun Sports. This is ESPN 97.5. And ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred and Friends. And we are back. So, uh, I guess we're still going to do a Gem of the Day. We probably won't do the Gem of the Day song, so I will just tell you it, it is the Gem of the Day brought to you by Zadok Jewelers. Zadok Jewelers. I'm not going to do it. Can I song. sing it? Go ahead, Trey. Go ahead, Trey. Okay, here we go. Um. It's the gem of the day. It's the gem of the day. Zadok Jewelers. Gem of the day. Dun, 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 dun. Wow. Interesting. I thought you already hit puberty, but I guess I was wrong. No, I'm still growing into my body. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, we go to Tennessee, and uh, apparently there's a Titanic museum in Tennessee. Uh, Why? I don't know. But is there water in Tennessee? Like a body? Uh, it's like a, a river, river, I guess. Okay. But uh, the world, three visitors to the world's largest Titanic museum in Tennessee have been hospitalized after an iceberg wall collapsed. <laughs> so not only is the iceberg taking out uh, Leo DiCaprio, uh, the iceberg is taking out people who go to the titanic museum uh wow yeah the, our iceberg wall collapsed and injured three guests who were taken to the hospital at this time we do not know the extent of their injuries yeah it's not probably first can't. off 
There's a Titanic Museum in Tennessee. Is that not the weirdest place? Where's the connection? I mean, that, that is like doing an ocean museum in Arizona. Exactly. Where's the connection? Tennessee Titanic Museum. I don't see it. Sometimes you just got to remember. Remember what? You know, when you're in Knoxville, you know, sometimes you just got to remember, you know, like, I guess, uh, I guess that's why. Thank you for that input, Trey. Yeah. I mean, uh, I just, it, it baffles me that there's, a, I, I can see why it fell, because it's not supposed to be there. That's why it fell. It's not supposed to be in Tennessee. How many icebergs are in Tennessee? Yeah. How many? I'm just I'm wondering. There's a drink in Tennessee in mm. Nashville that was called the Iceberg something. I had a few of them, so I can't remember. But I remember in Tennessee, Nashville, there was an Iceberg something drink that I had like three of them. And one of them was on fire, so it might have not been the same one. But mm. anyways, I, I had a few of them. Ugh. And they worked. Yeah. Put me right where I've been. Okay, now you got to do the, the song again, Trey. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it. It's the gem of the day. It's the gem of the day. Sadock Jewelers. Gem of the day. Dun, 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 dun. Way better. Yeah. I like that one. That That's the one right there. Yeah, that's a winner. We Good. need to send that one to AJ. Yep, congratulations, Trey. Thank you. Um, Tuesday texture, Fred. I just got out of the Suicide Squad. Very good. I, I'm looking forward to seeing that. I'm, I'm a I'm a nerd for. So am I. Comic book movies. So am I. So, I, I I'm looking forward to seeing that one too. In fact, uh, my daughter wor- works at uh, what's the theater? IPC? No, IPIC. It's got all these huge cubicles where you sit on your own and relax and. Lounge back and all that, and uh, I told her that uh, Dad needs uh, VIP passes so I can go and watch my movie. <laughs> hey, you know what? That, that's uh, that's one of the benefits, right? It's a perk. That's why you bring them into the world. That's it. That, that's I, I told. I've got three daughters. Yeah. I told them when I get way beyond care, don't put me in a home. Every four months, just I go to your house. I go to your house. I go to your house. You just keep rotating me till I croak. I want to be as big embarrassment and burden on you as you were on me when you were little. <laughs> I got them all set. Yeah, I guess. See now, I, now I have to start thinking about plans like that. You don't have to. I'm, think I'm about that. It. I'm that old now. You so. just put it out in the atmosphere. Tell them that, and then and just do whatever you're gonna do. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna move my place in the woods, and I'm gonna just basically. Uh, Become a mountain man. See, I'm, I'm get going, rid of everything. I'm going the other way. When I when when I get to that point, get a little older, I'm gonna buy a small RV. I'm gonna drive to all the horse tracks that I love and all <laughs> the golf courses I love. Bet on horses, play golf. Just me, my dog. I'm good. I like that. I like that. Yeah, that's we we bought an RV last year because. Yeah. We weren't going to be able to travel, so it gave us an excuse to go to go to the parks. Yeah, and yeah. So basically, I'm gonna, I'm going to use that uh, to travel around, and play some poker tournaments. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going I'm, I'm to take off, make the start out on the East Coast, start with Saratoga, make my way west. Saratoga's amazing. See, I haven't been. Uh, Can't wait. Yeah, you need to do Saratoga. Have you done Del Mar? Yes, done Del Mar. Have you done I'm, Santa Anita? No. Okay, Santa Anita, I, I, unpopular among the horse crowd. Yeah. So I'll just piss off my horse people now. <laughs> Santa Anita, nicer track than Del Mar. Really? And I, it's it's older. Well, they're both the same age, but uh, it's just something about when you walk into that place and that damn green inside of the grandstand, and you walk out and you see the track, and there's a mountain behind it. Really? And, yeah. And in fact, before the all the they started killing horses all the time, the six and a half furlong races would start on the mountain going downhill. Oh. Yeah, it's just it's Ooh. it's breathtaking, man. It's one of those. It sounds like give me chicken skin. Uh, I mean, the, <laughs> there's there's a lot of things in life I've done that that just give me goosebumps. That was always number one. Uh, like first time I went to Niagara Falls and went on one of those made of the mists and got yeah. up underneath that, and the whole boat's flying around and they're going, "This is Niagara Falls." I mean, I got goosebumps for that. Uh, but Santa Anita, and I love Delmar. Don't get me wrong, Delmar. Yeah. You, go, I'd, I'd go stand up on the roof with my friends who work there and. Look, one way it's the ocean, and one way it's the mountains, and, and it's just 
That's cool. Yeah, yes. But but the uh, it, it, I don't know. It's something magical about that place. I, I I would I would take Santa Need over anything. It, it just uh, it, I don't I can't explain it. Just if you're gonna go visit one horse track, and you're not gonna go to Saratoga or just one of the historic tracks like Keeneland, uh, you know Churchill. Yeah, it, it's I don't want to say it's a dump. It, yeah. it, it's not that sexy in yeah, person. I'm only doing that during Kentucky Derby. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna have a schedule other, like other, that. Other than Derby, you, you want no interest in going there because it's it's just you know it's a barn. Arlington was really nice. It's a shame that that's getting shut down. Oh, and, Chicago. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, one of the cleanest places I've ever been. Really? Yeah. And, uh, and of course, I love Woodbine in, in Toronto, too. Yeah, I got it. I'm doing all that. Wood, I'm definitely doing Woodbine. I love Woodbine. Yeah, the uh, little known fact, Bob McNair at one time owned the Whitney Estate, which is basically on the backstretch at Saratoga. No kidding. Yeah. Well, but, but, and when he bought the team, I think it was kind of encouraged that he get rid of all his horse stuff. Yeah. Because he had that. He had a huge uh, ranch that uh, I spent some time on in Lexington that was awesome. Um, and, yeah, I think I, I don't know if the NFL made him sell it off or there was a lot of speculation that he had a bunch of Enron stock, right, when all that happened. Yeah. And then maybe he needed to sell them off. So okay. I, I don't know. But, uh, but, yeah, it was it was pretty cool to be able to see a place like that and, and know the guy who – Owned it. Yeah. He was really big. One time he had like over 100 horses. No kidding. And, um, yeah, and I, I'd, it was one of the fun things I did at the Chronicles. I went and spent a couple days with him uh, right before the Breeders' Cup one year. And I got to go to his farm out in Lexington and drove me around the golf cart and showed me all the horses. And uh, there was the, all the, uh, the yearlings, and there was one that just completely stood out. And... He was a storm cat, and he wound up selling him for $6 million, and it wound up being a horse called Van Nisselroy, who uh, had a ton of promise and got hurt in, yeah. in Europe. But I got to see all that, and it was, it was just so cool. And then the next day we were at the racetrack, and that's how I got to know Bob Baffert, who I, I would say I'm not really friends with anymore. Uh, yeah. But I spent a bunch of time with him because Baffert was training his horses. Yeah. And, yeah, it, it, was, uh, it was a good time, man. It was one of the few things left in – a few times left in my uh, uh, Chronicle career that I actually enjoyed something. I was so miserable. This is so much different doing a transition to another job here because there I was so miserable for like the last, I don't know, year I was there. Yeah. And like I would drive to work and play break stuff by Limp Biscuit every day <laughs> to get, it my, get my mind right for the job because that's how I felt. Yeah. Yeah, just one of those days. Yeah. And um, and yeah, and so I've, and it's funny how things kind of dovetail. And yeah, you know, I, I had no idea what I was going to do. I was going to take a year off and play poker, but yeah. ex ex wife got on my money, and you know suddenly I'm like, uh oh, uh, play poker without money. Well, I it, back then it was still online, and that yeah. is that there were times that was the only way I could make my bills. Right when I first started radio, I was making uh, twenty five hundred bucks a month Ooh. on. On ninety-seven five, and I, I had a car note that was six hundred. Rent was a thousand. Child support for two kids based on a significant salary. So you can do the math on that. That doesn't add up. No, it doesn't. Online <laughs> and, poker. Here I come. Yeah, and man, there were there were months where it was tight, man. And you know, you just uh, it, it wasn't fun because boy, I don't, what do I not pay if I don't win this tournament? Right. Is it rent? Is it uh, and and. And I've told this story before, but the, there was a, a stretch where they didn't pay me for two months. Yeah. And because I was a vendor and they were in bankruptcy. Ooh. I wasn't an employee. And so I kept begging them to pay me because I wasn't going to be able to pay my rent. And finally, after a couple months, um, I'm like, I can't pay my rent. And I tell them, man, they're going to pay me any day. They're going to pay me any day. Just hold on. So after the fifth, I go, and I'm like, okay, when I get home, I'm going to have to go sell one of my guitars. I can't wait anymore. And I, I had two or three classic guitars at the uh-huh. time, uh, down from eight. Uh, but I get home, and they've got a new lock on the door, and I'm, I'm evicted. And all my stuff's inside. And so I had to, and I went and told them, man, just let me get the guitar out of there. I'm like, nope, not until you pay us. You pay us, you can take all your stuff out. Wow. 
And so I, for a week, lived in my car at the station in the parking lot. Then the only thing I could afford was my gym membership so I could go shower every day. Right. And, man, I was wearing clothes from Goodwill and crap like that. And, yeah, it, it, was, it, it was really a uh, – but you know what, man? All of that led me to, to this, what, yeah. which has led me to the next thing. And, and you know what? I, I mean, I wouldn't trade any of it. Yeah, and it gives you an appreciation for what you struggled through. And it doesn't matter who else appreciates it. You know what you went through, and you know how, how strong it has made you. That's what's giving you the strength to make this next step. And, you know, like I said, we're all going to miss you. Every day, I mean, when I'm driving home, that's the first thing I change to you guys. I want to hit a blitz and have the, the crap I didn't uh, agree with you guys, but I was able to text you guys and say, hey, man, how about this? What about that? And it was great to, you know, get get you guys saying, hey, Henry Thomas said. <laughs> and, and, it, and, you know, the, the funny thing about it is you can look back at it and see where you've come from and see where you're going and see what's what's ahead of you. Makes it that much better. It, it all, man, it all makes sense, and it all just kind of adds up. And, and it, it looks like every – because I've told people before, there was a, there was a day that uh, my wife had taken a job in Toronto. We were going back to Canada. Yeah. And at the last minute, they pulled the job because they didn't want to pay the moving expenses. Yeah. A week later, she gets her dream job at, at Norton Rose Fulbright, where she's been promoted like four times now and is now the controller. Um. And, like, a week after that, I signed my first big contract. And we bought a house and decided to stay. And, and I'm glad we did because uh, that's been almost five years ago now. But, I mean, I, I was gone. Yeah. I mean, it, it was done. And it's just you look back on little things like that that didn't happen and then all the things that did, and you're kind of like, man, this, this all fell together. Kind of like my hair uh, because <laughs> Dr. Linville has my hair falling together. And, uh, guys, he, uh, he's been great. And um, uh, if, you're, if you're on the fence about this, all you got to do is go to 975hair.com. You're going to get a consultation for free. And he's going to tell you how the procedure works. It's called Neograph. He takes it off the back of your head. He puts it wherever it's missing. And in my case, I had to move 2,451 follicles. And, uh, yeah, it, it, it makes a huge difference. And it's your own hair. This isn't hair plugs. This isn't any, any of that stuff. It's your own hair. And if you're looking at that hairline thinking it's time for a change, especially if you're young and you don't want people to start noticing, uh, Dr. Linville is going to take care of you. 975hair.com and uh, get your free consultation today. And, uh, guys, when you go, take a look at his hair because it looks fantastic. He had it done too. Get your hair back, 975hair.com. This is Ed Tuttle Jones, and you're listening to ESPN 975. 